Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across all right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. Hello, friends. Uh, you guys can call us if you want. We're on at 940 Central. So we have 20 minutes where we get to still have the phone lines before the rest of the radio station gets to take them over. Uh, so 877-77-BOBBY. And we'll roll through some stuff. I I didn't know that we're going to post this, but yesterday I noticed on St. Jude's Twitter they had posted a tweet and they said, here's a video. I, don't I must have made this video years ago. Um, and they wrote... Since 2014, Bobby Bones has raised nearly $17 million for St. Jude. He looks – it just goes on, right? And I had no – I didn't know the number. I didn't know the post. Or I didn't know they were going to post it. I didn't know they were making a video. It's a pretty good video. And so I just posted on my Instagram. I was like, hey, I saw this posted about me, but it's not really about me. It's about all of what we've been able to do together. Just made that because I didn't want people thinking, oh, look at him. Thinks he did it. I for sure didn't do it alone. Would not be able to do it without you guys listening or people in this room, and I don't think anything great is ever done alone, period. That being said, I, I just posted it, and then people are writing, wow, cool, cool, and then there's a comment that goes, hey, people can say what they want about you, but they can't challenge your heart, bro. Hmm. Huh. And I go, <laughs> people can say what they want about me? What are they saying? Wow, well, <laughs> two things. <laughs> and it's another radio guy who posted this. I like the guy. Two things. One, people can say what they what are they saying? Two, why would you post that? Why? How he about, probably knows that like people 
probably do talk behind your back. Oh, I'm sure. Industry people. Uh, absolutely. But I mean, why would you post? There's no need to go, hey, I know people say a lot of crap about you, but good job. <laughs> yeah, you can just right. say, hey, good right. job. <laughs> it's like sometimes people will be going at me pretty hard on social media, uh, saying really nasty things about me. And I'll get, I have a couple friends that go like, hey, the people are saying bad stuff about you. And I'm like, you don't have to tell me that somebody's saying bad stuff about me. On If they're saying something like putting my social security number, like I don't need you to highlight and be like, hey, here's people talking bad about you. I know it's just part of it. I don't need to text me pictures of it. Now I'm going to get into the comments and it's a whole situation. <laughs> um, but yes, but I did see that people can say what they want about you but can't challenge your heart. How about, hey, good heart. Leave it there. <laughs> Period. Like, cool. This is amazing. Yeah, so I wrote underneath mm. that, I wrote, quote, people can say what they want about you, LOL. Love a good negative before a positive. <laughs> you didn't need to stop. There's no. Uh, anyway, that just happened a few minutes ago. Uh, but I did post it on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. It's just a way to say thanks to you guys. Um, I want to play a, just a, a little clip here because I think we have it, Mike, of the podcast yesterday. This up today? The duo? Do we have a clip of that? I think I saw it in the, in the email. Let me see. So we had a guy on named Adam Schoenfeld, who he's on the Bobbycast today. I can just tell the story if not. Yeah, we have it. Okay. So he comes in, and he is right now Tim McGraw's lead guitar player, but he's also been the guitar player for like over 40 number one songs, and he is widely credited with that part of country music that is kind of like the rock country hybrid because he started playing guitar. It, dating back to Big and Rich save a horse, ride a cowboy, that oh, yeah. which was such, now it's normal, but it was, it was a drastic sonic change with the guitars. You didn't hear anything that grungy, that rocky. Um, just for those who don't know, here's the, the clip of save a horse, ride a cowboy. Of the- I still have a little PTSD from that song because when the Dance with the Stars live tour happened, I had to do, my, I, I was like, guys, I don't want to dance on tour. I'll just tell jokes. But I had to do a dance to that song in a full cowboy outfit. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, it's very terrible. I begged him. I said, so when you hear that intro, you're oh, like, yeah, I'm like, five, one, six, two, seven, three. eight. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, and I'll get back to that in a second. But so he does a lot of Aldeans, maybe all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost a lot of rock like, guitars. That's his sound. And so what happened was early on, he was in Jason Aldean's showcase band. He had a band, Aldean put a band together real quick to showcase him to try to get a record deal. And so they're playing for just record executives. And somebody offered him and Aldine a deal as a duo instead of just Aldine. And he's the one that said no. And Aldine still messes with him about it. Wow. So um, here, here's how uh, the clip of when they were offered a deal to be a duo. And then we got offered a deal. And as then a we duo. got offered. Wait, huh? I did this showcase with him as a background singer, playing acoustic guitar, singing high vocals, and Somebody came back after that showcase and offered us the deal. So you there were was never no trying. plan. No, it was just wow. a, it was just a, an offer on the table. We got a deal for you on the table right now, you know. And you didn't but want to do it. I, I just didn't want to do because I, I I wasn't a country artist in my mind. I still I didn't buy into me being a country musician. And so he says that him and Aldine will still talk about it. And Aldine's like, hey, you know. We both could have been rich. He's like, but I'd be half as rich, and so I'm glad this didn't happen. Uh, so it's pretty crazy that him and Aldine were almost Dan and Shay. Funny. He could have had a bullet alley in his house. Yeah. yeah. Dang. Yeah. So, but it's it's really cool. I like doing both. I like the big names that people know because you can learn a bit about them. But then it's also like you get to learn more about 
why music is commercially like it is. Um, so check out the Bobbycast today for that one. You know, I got a nice voicemail about the Bobbycast. Um, let's play number three because in, in back-to-back weeks, I did John Michael Montgomery and Eddie Montgomery. Now, John Michael Montgomery, life's a dance, you learn as you go. Eddie Montgomery is one half of Montgomery Gentry. Yeah. And they're brothers, and they both told their life stories, and they pretty much were parallel, but it's interesting to hear perspectives of their careers, but also being brothers at the same time. But here you go. Here's voicemail three. I wanted to just say that I listened to the Bobby cast on the Montgomery Brothers. Bobby, you do such a great job bringing out the best out of these guys. I love hearing their beginnings and their life story. I mean, it just means so much to know that these are real people, too. So I wanted to say thank you so much for um, bringing out the best for everybody. Thanks. And that was two different ones, but we did them back to back. And I think, too, it does somewhat lower the walls of the people coming in because we're at my house. It's not like, the, I'm just like, hey, here's the address coming to my house. More casual. Yeah, it's not like they're going to a radio studio and there are producers and security people and, you know, the studio's got big lights and I should, I'm under half the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that makes them comfortable. Well, that may make them uncomfortable, <laughs> but, yeah, you know, you get the point. Um, so check out the Bobbycast for Adam Schoenfeld today. I, I really, really enjoyed it. Okay, I have a list of things I wanted to get to. By the way, if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, I am. The Cowboys are going to release Amari Cooper. That's not good. That just happened right now. Yeah. Okay. About to do it. Yeah. I text my mom. He's uh, their receiver. Yeah. Best, their star receiver. Best, but they have two really good. Where's receivers. he going to go? Uh, it doesn't say. He's due twenty million in fully guaranteed money on the fifth day. I mean, that means that means good stuff. I mean, that means they're going to. Give him, which is going to open up some money. They're going to get rid of him, open up some money. Maybe we get two really good people out of it. Possibly. Uh, all right. Positive. There's, there's Eddie. Football talk with Eddie. Man, that was just all in my head right now. Like, what's happening to the Cowboys? Oh, my gosh. Um, Let's go with Louisiana deputies attacked by a furious pet squirrel during a traffic stop. Which, is this the same meth squirrel? squirrel. Or a different squirrel? People are just training squirrels to attack? Two Louisiana deputies pulled over a tow truck driver. When they searched the vehicle, the driver's pet feral squirrel lunged onto the back of one of the deputies. After several minutes of running in circles and swatting at the animal, they got the animal back into the cage. Oh, my. From Daily Mail. That's a story they'll have forever, and hopefully they didn't get rabies, or hopefully they didn't get some disease. An Indiana teacher is granted early retirement after slapping a student in the face. Saw that. Charged with battery. And by granted early retirement, like, that's That's not good. They're being sarcastic. I'm like, okay. A now-retired Indiana high school teacher was arrested Thursday after a video showed him hitting a student during a confrontation over wearing a hooded sweatshirt. In security footage, teacher Michael Hosinski jogs down a hallway at the school, appearing to chase after a student and grab the student by the backpack. He points his finger at the student and then hits the student in the face, knocking the student's head into the wall. Oh, my. As the student holds their head with one hand, he grabs the student by the arm and begins to pull the student down the hallway before the student falls to the ground. At that point, another adult appears in the video, and he walks away from the student. He was charged with battery, which is a felony. He had to... He had to... Idiot. He's a 40-year teaching veteran. 40? Yep. And he was named Teacher of the Year in 2020. Had was going to retire in June. Oh, that's why they say early retirement. The school board unanimously approved the early retirement request. Yeah. He will receive all usual retirement benefits. CNN.com. Um, Man, he's lucky those didn't get stripped. Like... 
I think he will be punished in the way he should be punished criminally. I don't know that they should strip his, right. his benefits well, okay, good for point. all the work he's done because he's going to be punished in the way he should be punished, which is by the court of law. Yeah, yeah true. Um, but what an idiot. Mm, you snapped. chased after a kid and pulled him and then hit him? Like, you shouldn't hit a kid anyway, but I understand hitting anyone if they're attacking you in self-defense. Right. Squirrel attacks me, I'm punching the squirrel. I don't advise going to hit squirrels. <laughs> But he, that wasn't even the case here. It's like the kid was walking down the hallway, like away from away him. Away from like, him. Yeah, and then he grabbed him. Oh, that's, that's bad news. Uh, 14 children hospitalized after a vehicle crashes into a daycare oh, in no. Northern California. Man. 14 children were taken to hospitals Thursday after a vehicle crashed into a daycare center in North Central California. Most of the children were only taken for precautionary reasons. No fatalities were reported. None are expected. There were 19 children, two adults inside the daycare when the crash happened around 2.30 p.m. Video shows a small blue SUV entirely inside the building, leaving a gaping hole in the brick. Police determined the driver of the vehicle was not impaired. I wonder if that means they were old. Yeah. Or on their cell phone. Yeah, distracted. Those are the two things that I think immediately, I don't know. But if you're not drunk or high or messed up on something. Or there's a spider in your car. Could be that. If you <laughs> wreck because a spider, are you in trouble? Let's say they crashed into this. This what if a, a wasp wasp stings you in the neck, yeah. right? Well, and no. you wreck yeah. and you crash into this school. You you had a outside interference distraction. Like that's not your fault. I think so too. I agree. So no, okay. but thankfully, when they the say they're it's okay. The, he, the driver wasn't impaired, so probably they're not going to get in trouble. And we're lucky that nobody died. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like it's all going to be okay. Yes, and hopefully that guy had car shield. Hmm? Yeah, hopefully. Promo, promo code bones. <laughs> uh, a tattoo artist misspelled the name John on somebody. Uh-oh. Amy, how, how would you spell John? J-O-H-N. What'd they do? J-O-N. Eddie, G-O-N. Eddie, how would you spell John? J-O-H-N. Like Long John. What would be the alternative to John except for J-O-H-N? J-O-N. J-O-N. John people Stewart. people do that. John mm-hmm. Ethan. Any other alternatives? Well, they do the G. J W N. Never the John. J A W N. Yeah. Giant. They do nowadays. They do the G as a J instead of a G. I know. We're just grasping here. We're trying to figure out. Yeah, I don't know how they misspelled it. Like John J O N N. John. John. Okay. John. So far, you haven't identified how they misspelled it. What? John. What they do? John. I have no idea. J O H N was the John she was searching for. Right. The tattoo artist wrote it J H O N. Jahan. Jahan. Oh, John. <laughs> like they're Swedish. Jahan, Jahan. <laughs> uh, the 10 most common photos we have on our phone. Oh, the, dog, cat, kids. kids. Mm-hmm. Families, one. Pets, three. Travel, two. Ah, yes. Food. Eight. Uh, Selfie, sun- seven. Sunsets. You know what I have a lot of in my phone? Selfies. Random screenshots. From when I don't mean to screenshot something. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> when I just hit the buttons and I'm like, why? Why is that there? Um, so 97% of adults keep at least some photos stored on their phones or in the cloud. People go through old photos once a month. And 70% of us just keep transferring old images to new devices without ever going through. Yeah. I did that for a while. True. Just to be like, yeah, I just transferred it all over. A guy told his sister-in-law he's getting a dog. And he wants to name that dog Maybelline. But then she got pregnant and wants to name her daughter Maybelline. Oh. And she asked, she said, hey, would you mind coming up with a new name for the dog? And it's like, no, I'm naming the dang dog Maybelline because I'm <laughs> the one who told you about it. 
I mean, she can name her daughter Maybelline because her daughter's likely going to outlive the dog. Yeah. But for so 10 like, years. So it's cute. Like, yeah. hey, look, da- your uncle has a dog named Maybelline and I loved it so much. Like, dogs are endearing. As long as it's a good dog, it's cute. It's not like, oh, now she's like a dog. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fine. I, uh, that's from the mirror. Somebody just tried to call me twice. I'm just going to call him on the show. That. Let me just see who this is. <clears throat> Come on. Watch it be something really personal and sad. We can hear it, by the way. Can you? Okay, well, let's see what happens. Just in case. <laughs> turn it down a little bit. Maybe a voice. Who is this? Uh, I just missed a call from here. Who's, uh, I don't know. Oh, who, who are you trying to call? Uh, got it. All right, appreciate that. Hope you have a good day, man. All right, see you. You're very nice to them. What happened? You called a man? It was, it was a man. What's up, man? Um, what happened was I was selling a condo that I used to live in here in town, and I had sold it a month or so ago, and he was like, I hung up because, because I saw that you had sold it. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to bother you. Got it. And I was like, oh, cool. You had your number listed for it? Don't know. On the oh. sign? Your number's on the sign? <laughs> Was there just like an ad in the paper? <laughs> Craigslist? Is your picture on the sign too? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> Don't sell without the intel. <laughs> Don't, I, I do not know. What's interesting. interesting though is I got, I'm a big LifeLock believer. This is not a commercial. They don't pay for this right now. But... I think when I was in Vegas, I was like, guys, hold on a minute. I got a LifeLock alert. You guys remember that? Mm-hmm. I was doing the show from Vegas. Oh, yeah. Um, and it comes through a text, and then it comes through email as well. And I was like, ah, crap. And so I get into it, and they're like, hey, someone's trying to change the, your title of your house over to their name. And I'm like, what the crap? And so I get on. It was from when I – they're so wow. good at what they do. It was from when I sold the condo. And they're like, we're just making sure you really sold it. And I was like, I did. Thank you, LifeLock. Damn, they really laugh watch lock? everything. Yeah, they're, they're good. What'd you say? You said LifeLock. Yeah, it's early. I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. LifeLock. My accent. Thank you, LifeLock. Um, so LifeLock is great, and they're still a sponsor, right? Mm-hmm. I hope so, because they're. I, for me, they get used a lot. Oh, Mike pulled up the screen. Hey, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a commercial. Words. It's not a commercial. No, but that's what but, saved me recently was yeah. getting notifications from them about a, a bank accounts trying to be opened at Wells Fargo in my name and mm-hmm. stuff. And I only knew about it because uh, Wells Fargo ended up emailing, but LifeLock was right on it. So I had emails back to back. Promo code BONES and you will what did, save 25% off your first year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but cool. I'm a big... Big LifeLock guy because, uh, you know, they, they pretty much keep it on lock. Sometimes it's like normal stuff. It's like, hey, did you? And I have to go like, yeah, I bought that. We're cool. <laughs> We're cool. Sometimes my bank will call. Hey, uh, you trying to take out a, a dumb amount of cash in Vegas? <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's me. Sorry about that. Then I feel guilty. It's my money. Yeah, it's my money. <laughs> like you're in trouble. I'm like, I just want to play some crafts, man. Hey, speaking of Vegas, have you gotten this text of like, get notified of possible exposure from Nevada? Exposure of what? Uh, COVID. Did you get a message? I, it's, it's been on there for two days. and I don't know what it is. I haven't clicked on it, but it, I guess you can click on it and it tells you if you've been like 
in areas where you could have been exposed. But how do they know that? Yeah, yeah, in... Here's the area. A casino. <laughs> yep. yep. Anywhere. Basically. A hotel. Yeah, an airplane. A <laughs> conference with 9,000 people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I would, why would you have that up still? I don't know. It just, I just haven't clicked on it. What? I didn't know that I could. That's, well, I don't know. Some creepy going on where they're like tracking you to the extreme. Weird. They're like, oh. Um, you know what else? Speaking of emails and text, when packages come, we find what's happening now. But UPS will send, hey, you've had a package sent to you, and it should come at this time. So it comes in email, and then it in text at the same time. I'd always been afraid to click a text because I'm like clicking a text with a link. But when it comes to both, and it says my name, and it says what who is coming from, like that feels good and yeah. safe. Yeah. And so I like this says uh, today. You have a package arriving today. This said tomorrow, uh, from yesterday, from the Razorback Foundation because I have tickets coming to go to Knoxville tomorrow for the basketball game. Delivery scheduled at this time. You can track your package. You can change delivery. And then I get a text at the same time. And it's awesome because I actually trust it. Because sometimes I do, you get that crap and you don't want to click any link whatsoever. Mm-hmm. It's almost that double authentication. Yes. Because if you get it in two places, you feel better about it. Um, so UPS is doing that now, which is pretty cool. Um, let's take a call. I don't trust clicking anything. Yeah, me either. Even if it's supposed to be good for me and helpful from a company, I'm like, I still second guess everything now. Mm, me it's too. It's annoying. Which is why it, getting it twice and saying specifically who it's from yeah. makes me feel comfortable with it until they figure that out too. And then we're catfish. Yeah. Or not fish, but and uh, then, not catfish, but fish. Just yeah, fish. and then even like calling certain numbers to get help, I'm like, am I really talking to the person? Yes. Or was this intercepted by a hacker? And now I'm talking to someone... Oh, the old hacking interception. Crap. <laughs> the pick. Oh, crap. Uh, hey, Ray, let's go grab this call from Christina in Washington and see what she has to say. Hi, Christina. Hi. What's happening? Um, so I had a question I wanted to follow up on yesterday's um, elder versus millennial friends question. Mm-hmm. I was wanting to know if there was anybody in the studio that actually knew the answer to it. What was the question again? Oh, Phoebe's um, what is Ursula. Oh, we didn't say it on the air? We did, but we. she's wondering if if you hadn't have said what the answer was, would we have known it? And I would have. I did. I would have, too, yeah. without seeing the answer. 100%. And it was Ursula. Yeah, yeah, Ursula. And you missed it? I did not know Yeah, it. you thought it was like Cindy or yeah. something. I, I, it's like I had heard it before, but I couldn't get what it was at that moment. Um, so Amy and I would have. Eddie didn't know. I didn't get it. Morgan did she didn't know. know. I didn't Lunchbox, know. would you have known? No clue. Yeah. Um, so I guess two out of five would have known that one. Are you proud of us? <laughs> oh, yeah. I definitely yeah. was. Um, when Bobby said the answer, I was like, oh, but no one else like piped in. I wonder if anybody else knew. And I have a friend who's like an Uber French fan. And so I ended up messaging her because... Um, we're both podcast listeners, and so I knew she hadn't listened to it yet. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you're going to scream at the show today. <laughs> That's how people tell them how good or bad the show is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's it on the screen rating? Oh, it's a nine. You're going to scream your head off because they're so stupid That's got to be frustrating when you know the answer and, like, none of us can get it. Well, we knew it, but it's a game. No, so I'm we saying, like, whoever's say trying to guess. Yeah. People I mean, yelling at the radios. I'm sure that's, Which is like a big part days. of why we play games. Yeah. Yeah, because people can play along and think we're stupid. Um, all right. <laughs> well, I hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for calling. Thank you. You too. All right, see you later. An out-of-control rocket hit the moon this morning? What? Oh, yeah. Like, what is that from China or what something? What do you know about that? It was like a very small piece that hit the moon, but it was like a abandoned rocket. But nothing happened. Aren't all rockets abandoned? Like you shoot them and then you abandon them to go to their place? 
Well, yeah, but I mean, I guess they weren't keeping an eye on it or anything. Did they shoot it towards space? It was put into orbit. Let me see when it was put into orbit. But I mean, did they shoot the rock? What? I guess what was the purpose of? Yeah, it was like a SpaceX rocket. To, to take. I guess I don't understand why the rocket was being shot. Was there something on it to take it somewhere? Which that doesn't seem like what a rocket would do, unless you're going to take it and blow have uh, blow up. I guess maybe you could shoot a satellite out of the sky. Yeah, but once they're up there, they just float until it's a discarded it's- part of a rocket. I feel like we spent way longer I mean, on the story than it is interesting. Years. It has. It's not like it's, it wasn't like, we're going to send this to, but yeah, it was part of, I don't know, they say Chinese, but China's like denying it. I don't know. <laughs> it's so Everyone funny how it. like, not some, my rocket. it's crazy how, <laughs> I mean, I guess we have that too, but you know, you hear these like, or China and Russia and they're like, the government just adamantly denies something <laughs> and then tells all their people, this is not true and. Well, I prove saw, it was our rocket. I, right. Yeah, I prove it. Got a tag on it? <laughs> Barcode? Show me that flag. Serial number? Uh, like Putin, he's like he did a, um, a an address to the people of Russia yesterday, or maybe it was the day before, but he was like, hey, this is how many soldiers we've lost. But he said it was like 1,200, but it was actually 5,000, 6,000. And so, but they just trust him. And who knows about the news we're getting? I mean, oh, yeah. we're all being led a direction based sure. on someone's agenda. And you just hope there are people that will kind of push that down and let us see what's really happening. Unless we don't need to see what's happening, like aliens. Boom. Always aliens on this. Always. Here we go. Uh, let's go to Heston in Tulsa, who it's called in. Heston, what's up, buddy? There he is, Heston. Hey, morning, studio. Hey, Morning. morning. Hey, what's up, guys? I just have two quick questions. Uh, one is hypothetical. One is about the uh, podcast on iHeart. Which one do you guys want first? <laughs> hypothetical. No, I like that he gives us the option. We That's do this funny. with segments sometimes. Um, yes, sir. Hey, I've been listening for a long time, probably about six years. I, I work overnight, so I listen to the podcast. Cool. Uh, Amy, you want the hypothetical? Oh, okay. Yes, I do. Thank you. I feel like All it's right. just part of the show. Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. The house, the house is burning down. What's the one item you're grabbing on your way out? Does it? Can, oh. we, can we say non-living item because I okay. think everybody's gonna go kids, dog. You gotta pick a kid. Yeah, but yeah. Then, none of that. None of that. Can, can we already have our computer and phone on us, or is it that? Because like I don't want to re-download okay, all okay. the things on my phone. Let's yeah. let's. <laughs> the fire the fire has agreed <laughs> to let you get everything living out and your computer and your phone. Okay, wow, that's not much. So, I mean, okay. the, the fire actually gets a bad rap. It's a pretty nice guy sometimes. <laughs> he negotiates. So what's the thing you get that's not living or computer or phone? Mm-hmm. Amy. I have a box where I keep things that belong to my mom and my dad that I inherited some jewelry, some other things, and I'm grabbing that box because it's like really the only family history that I have. Okay. Ooh, that makes mine sound terrible. Okay, Eddie? I mean, there isn't <laughs> much that I care about. Uh, so I would just grab my car keys. So I can have my car at least. But your car's probably going to burn up because you can't get in your car and drive out. It's probably in like the garage. Okay, hypothetical. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, wallet. <laughs> Just take my no, wallet. That would be in your Okay. The fires agree to let you have your wallet. Okay. Let's not be practical. <laughs> Let's not be practical. At this, this point, like... Eddie, is there photos, a book, no. a VHS tape, a Bible? No, there's nothing. A Bible. I mean, just Bible. If you don't pick Bible now, you're going to hell because when she presents that and you don't take it... <laughs> you can go to the store and buy like a Bible. That's like when someone goes... But sometimes, sometimes it's a family Bible. That's... 
here's why that's annoying. What? Because it's like when people go, all right, you go to dinner with any five people, dead or alive, and you're like third, and someone ahead of you goes, well, Jesus. Jesus. Well, then you got to pick Jesus. <laughs> or you look like the worst human ever. Yeah. Eddie, there's pick, just, I pick mean, something. There's not much, man. I mean, I'll pick something. I don't know. The leftover pizza in my refrigerator. I, there's really nothing. I, I'd, let every, I'd let it all burn. Oh, you just want a fresh start. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing I really want to take. Uh, lunchbox? Oh, it's easy, guys. I have an orange chair that I bought when the real world Austin wrapped up and they had a garage sale where they sold the items from the house. I would go downstairs and I'd grab that orange chair from real world Austin house and I'd run out the front door with it. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, mine. Oh, pizza. How lame is Eddie? Jeez. Yeah, Play the game. Lame. Mine would probably be the mirror ball trophy. Yeah. I'd hate to see that thing. Burn That's up. huge. That represents. More than just a dumb TV show. It represents more than that. Perseverance. Well, the team, the listener, everybody that got together and made that happen. We changed the rules of that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We persevered voting every week. Yeah, we did. <laughs> people doubted, yeah. hated. Yep. They did it all. And after I won, they were like, hey, I don't care what people say about you. <laughs> I think you did good. Dang, when they said your name, that was the craziest ever. Because, like, I don't know. We like knew you could do it. Yes. Yeah. But, like, it, I guess in our hearts, we were trying to prepare ourselves for not just because, Me too. you know. And then they said your name. Yeah, dude. I thought you were going to lose the whole thing. That's crazy. Well, Lunchbox is the one who really had faith from a decently early time that the accomplishment could happen. Even he was like, you suck. But he believed that I could win it, where Eddie was a hater. I thought you had no chance. Yeah. Like, whatsoever. Yeah, Eddie, you but jumped you were on only board. Based- You're like a bandwagon yeah. fan at the end of the season. Like, they're in the championship. Oh, yeah, you know what? I've been cheering for you all year. Got the T-shirt. Woo! And now Eddie acts like he was your biggest fan, biggest supporter. Like, come on, dude. Poser. Well, he was supporting and was yeah. a fan. He just did couldn't see the forest from the trees. He was in the middle of the forest going, this guy, he can't dance. But Lunchbox was going, yeah, this guy sucks, he can't dance. But there's something bigger happening here. He had a little ma- Lunchbox had a macro vision. Wow. Eddie's was completely micro. I was. I was so not a hater because you did come out and stay. Yeah, of course. And- I watched every episode, every dance. But you came. And um, I went. Mike and I lived in an apartment in L.A., Mike D. and I. Tiny, uh, far. It wasn't like in L.A. It was, it was L.A. so big. It was in like a suburb. Glendale. Yeah. And I don't even remember that. Yeah. And you were never there. Like when I went to visit, I didn't see you one. Work the whole time yeah. or train the whole time. I would go back and go to sleep. But Eddie came and slept on the couch or my bed. No, 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 on the the couch. Sometimes I didn't go back. I just slept on the couch at the training center. Um, And then, yeah, it was crazy when when I won. (laughs) And I was talking with uh, Clint Black's TV show about that a little bit because he had brought up, because he had done Apprentice and um, a couple reality shows. And I said, well, my life is so different than the other people on that show because most of them either were stars that had faded out and they were doing something or they were up-and-comers, and this is what they dedicated their time to. I said, I had a job. So as soon as I finished, and when you get to go to a big party that's about you, and then you get on a private jet, and they take you to New York to do Good Morning America, I was like, guys, I can't go to the party to celebrate me because i got to go to work. And so... Oh, yeah, we went to the studio I jumped right in after. an Uber. Yeah. Jumped, walked out to the street by myself, jumped in an Uber, um, met Mike D at the radio station, and we did the show. Because I had to fly, so we couldn't do it live that morning. So we did it at like midnight, and everybody. And then I got to the jet, and they were all pissed. Like, we we didn't come to the party, and we've been waiting here in the jet. It's like, guys, I have to work. I, I don't know what you want. I have a real job, and so, and then they were all upset. Well, some of them were butt hurt because they didn't win. 
Some weren't. Some were very supportive. And they waited for you. And they had to wait for me. <laughs> Double. For like half an hour. <laughs> but yeah, I had to work. That was a that was interesting. I just regardless whatever happens, I always have to work. And I think that'll always be the case. And I was talking to somebody the other day and they were like, Isn't it weird? You sometimes you just have to get you have to go back and that bet radio makes it hard to always do that job every day. And I'm like, Well, none of this other stuff would happen if it wasn't for that job that I True. do every day. So actually radio makes it happen. Uh, but at times, scheduling can be difficult. But that's life. Hey, that's life, baby. That's showbiz, baby. That's showbiz. Showbiz is life. So I think our caller had another thing. Yeah, not a hypothetical. Because that was oh, the yeah, hypothetical. Yeah. Heston? Yes, sir. All right. Heston's like part of the show, so yeah. I just thought he just was <laughs> He's gonna chime I feel in like it, man. Hey, that's yeah. inspiring stuff. You know, if you can win Dancing with the Stars, I think anybody can do anything. So, Well, that's a little bit of an insult, but okay. Um, <laughs> no. like, I don't care what people say about you. It's like, okay, Heston, your second point. Uh, the podcast on iHeart, they're split into two now, like part one, part two. Is that Does that run through you, or uh, what was the decision on that? It's a good question. And um, a little bit it runs through me, and we have even since changed a bit of how we're doing it. Like we're learning as we go, but what had happened was we'd had so many, not complaints, but people – that live in the East Coast time zone go, bro, why do I have to wait until noon or one to hear a show that ended at nine o'clock my time? Because 10 o'clock their time is nine here. And I said, okay. They said, could you put up something for us to listen to before it turns one? And so we said, okay, what if we take the first half of the show and load it quicker? And then we'll get the second half of the show up. That way people don't have to wait so long for the podcast. Uh, And then we still do a post show. Now the, the, Part that's been difficult is it's three clips, and that sucks. And hopefully, for some of our listeners, it makes it easier. However, we were doing that every day. I have learned, and I've been watching what people are saying and listening to the feedback, is I can kind of make people both a little happier with this. Like today, we're posting one clip and one show because when the dance parties come on, it takes some of the content of us talking off. And if the show's not long enough, I'm not going to put up a 20-minute show into two clips. That's just a waste of everybody's time. So if it's a shorterish show, I'm only going to put it up as one show. We had another one this week we did that. Two, Tuesday. Nine, two, <laughs> one of those shows. So you're going to get a little bit of each. If it's a long show, real good show, um, we're going to load up the first half for East Coast. But if it's a show like today that was shorter on the talking because we did more music stuff, we're just going to load it as one podcast entire show. Um, understand the frustration and also understand why people are happy about it. And I'm just trying to find that middle ground there. So that that's the the deal, Heston. I would assume from you're from Tulsa. You don't like it? Uh, I do not. Uh, I just wanted to give you some feedback. I definitely like just hit and play. And, you know, I'll be listening to you guys uh, throughout my whole shift. So now I'm having to take my phone out and, you know, press play on like two or three different things just to get through the show. But, uh, man, it's better than not having you guys at all. So I'm not complaining. I just wanted to see what's up. Well, I appreciate that. And, you know, we would would you listen to the post show as well? Would you listen to the real show and then go to the post show? Oh, 100%. I listen to the post show all the time anyways. We're on the post show now, right? We are on the post show. So you'll be on. Uh, but, again, some days we put one. You have a post show. That's two. Some days you'll just have two parts of the show and no post show. So there's really no difference there. And some days you'll have three. Congratulations. I love it. More the better, man. Hey, I appreciate yeah. you guys. Thanks hey, for man. having me on. 
Thank you. I, everything we do is not right, and we try to fit. And when we do something really wrong, we do try to kind of uh, fix the edges a little bit if we can. But I appreciate that, Heston. I hope you have a good day. Thanks for calling. All right, I appreciate you guys. See you. All right, see you, man. Let's see what I have. Did I explain that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me mark out this. Do you want to see my list for those watching? This is my blackout sheet. All this stuff has been, the government says I can't show you guys anymore. Blacked it out. Um, Raymundo says he was inspired to start bodybuilding again. By? Inspired by who? Well, Raymundo, I'll let you have it from here. Yeah, I want to thank Bones. You guys brought it up during the show. I believe it was post-show, and you guys were saying, oh, bodybuilding, Ray, you still work out and stuff, don't you? And I was like, uh, no, I really haven't since the pandemic. And the response from Bones and then everybody else, you guys kind of like gasped, like, <gasps> like it was such a letdown. And I just thought, man, I, I guess I came into this show 10 years ago as a bodybuilder, as an alpha male, and <laughs> maybe I kind of got away from that. So I was like, that's inspiring. So literally the next day, gym membership is back, baby. Let's go. We weren't disappointed. I think we were surprised because you still look pretty good. Yeah. I, I mean, think, to I, me, I think, that's... I think I'm always going to look like that just because I'm a smaller oh. dude. <laughs> good for you. <laughs> right. Yeah, man, I'm always just going to look awesome. Yeah, so I No, it wasn't like, oh, I think it was like, oh, dang, you you still look pretty pretty strong without working out. Yeah, you're still alpha male. Don't worry. You couldn't no, be any more alpha. <laughs> mm-hmm. With all those lotions. Did y'all know Ray has a commercial? I heard it uh, a local station, and he ends it with saying, Straight cash, homie. <laughs> That's his last. Oh, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I heard that one. Is it? Well, what's the, what's the spot? I mean, that's a Randy yeah. Moss thing that he made famous. Oh, well, I mean, I've heard straight cash, homie, yeah. but it's just funny for Ray's like yes, doing yes, a yes. commercial, and then he's like, "I'm talking straight cash, homie." <laughs> Why do you say that, Ray? What's the context? It's a betting site, and we just try to be oh. a little bit more edgy. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, here is voicemail number four. This is about Eddie and the hamburger. Hey, guys. I was listening to Eddie and his hamburger story. Um, my friend has a Happy Meal she's saved for 11 years, and it's still not molded. So maybe he could wait a long time before he eats his fast food burger. Have a great day. Bye. Ain't no chance I'm eating an 11-year-old piece of meat. What does that mean? It's not molded. Processed like- meat. and bre- I just... There's no chance. Wow. I don't think just because it's not molded, it's like the safest thing to eat. Would you eat like uh, Campbell's soup 10 years later? Because like that's that lasts forever, right? That's what they say. Well, there's the expiration date mm-hmm. on the can, but how desperate <laughs> it's am like I? Five that's years the of... question. How hungry am I? How yeah. Desperate? yeah. I think at different points in my life, the answer would be different. <laughs> right now, no chance. <laughs> no need to risk it. Mm, yeah, no chance. Um, all like, right. Yeah, I ate a nut butter... Um, what? In my pantry the other day that definitely expired in 2020, didn't realize it because I was like, oh, well, I didn't know that was sitting back there. That's pretty but safe, I so think. So far, I'm fine. What is a nut butter? A nutter butter? Nut butter. It's not like, nutter butter? No. No, well, it's different. A nut butter. Like, oh, from Starbucks, those little... No. Like a jar of, there's peanut butter, there's almond butter, there's... This is grab... Like, don't you call it a nut it's butter? It's like a mixed nut You butter. don't know what nut it is? No, it was <laughs> almond butter. You, until, you, oh. until you take your first bite, you're like... Let me let me see what nut that Wait, is. So it's <laughs> almond butter. So why not say? I almond? just say nut butter because I have various types of nut butter. I have pecan but almond butter, bu- right? And that's why you say almond butter. Yeah, no one I calls have. peanut butter nut butter. <laughs> I have peanut. I have <laughs> that's um, so weird. I have uh, I have pe- uh, walnut butter. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yes. I don't think butter I don't, out of anything. I don't know. I get I get intrigued by nut butters. <laughs> 
Final uh, little segment here we'll do on the post show. Who is your career crush? This was brought to us by Eddie, this question. Yeah. Eddie, explain what a career crush is. Well, uh, it just means, you know, someone that you really, you love their career so much that you have a crush on their life based on their career. It's interesting. A career yeah. crush. I mean. Amy? I think you have a few. I go, well, Reese Witherspoon. She's got a lot going on. I love how she's done it all. And Delilah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think more your, yours Delilah. is more Delilah. Yeah, because I'm also not. You don't an want to be an actress, right? And that's but, her main thing. Well, so Eddie, what did you? Who did you say? Yours uh, is mine's Garth. Okay, so you want to be a performer? But like he does. wanted to be. That's yeah. true. But he you is a paid. A, that is true. Musician. That's very true. Thank you, Bones. Yeah, God, that sounds awesome. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so I would say mine is Delilah because she's literally done something for decades that I would like to do. I mean, I. I I guess this is why this person has been my hero professionally is David Letterman. You know, he was a yep. comic-ish. He was a comic, but that really... And then he did a morning like news TV show that was a slightly too kooky and then got that late spot. What was that? Uh, it was the morning show. I think... Might look up the name of that, but it was a generic sounding... Really? Like, yeah. Um, and so that show was canceled. It was a little too much in the morning. And then he did a talk show. Now he's doing Netflix interview specials. And yeah. that, that to me is, I mean, that's kind of the lane that I guess I do it all now, just not together, just in separate little separate little lanes. But I think that's my career crush. But he's not doing it all right now. It, is the question right now? No, it's just, just in general. Okay. Uh, Lunchbox, yours? Uh, it's Johnny easy. Bananas. Johnny Bananas. Johnny <laughs> yeah. Bananas. Johnny I bet it's Johnny Bananas. <laughs> it's got to be Johnny Bananas. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Johnny Bananas! <laughs> I mean, guys, think about this. He did the whole thing. He did Real World Key West. Boom. Then he goes on the challenge, and that's back when the challenge was party, and you still made some money. Cool, but you're there to party. And then he's transitioned that into where they're making real money, million dollars when they win. And he's done that, gone on to TV shows. Johnny Bananas has an incredible career that I am super jealous of. Is that it, Mike? I think it so. Was, just the David Letterman show, the morning one, yeah, in 1980. Good talk. Um, <laughs> well, Mike pulled it up right when he was so excited. Does talk. he make a lot of money, Lunch? Yeah, he makes I good money. When you win those challenges, you win $500,000. Oh, okay. my gosh. Okay. okay. And then well, taxes, and then I'm sure he... Yeah, and you probably yes. get a fee for being on there. Like, he's one of the bigger ones, so he probably gets a $100,000 appearance fee. So... Who is living out there closest to their celebrity crush? Bobby, probably. Bobby, right? for sure. I mean, but Eddie does yeah. perform with the Rage Yeah, Raiders. not Garth Brooks level, though. Close. You see how many people at the Remax <laughs> event? Lunchbox is probably <laughs> the there. furthest away from his career crush. I think if Lunchbox would just commit, he could actually go and do that stuff. I mean, well, he could go and be a reality person. Isn't he a little too old for that? Like, he's got family, three kids. Yeah. I don't think there's a really... And it, I don't think age is as important as it was ten years ago. I think if you're how just, can you be gone and do reality just, shows? Well, that's a different thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you say age. I mean, you could be 25 and have that same issue. I, I meant like his stage in life. Well, you got to commit. There's always sacrifice. Yeah, how bad and do you and want it? Lunch and, and here's the thing: the challenge. I might be a little too old for the challenge. I mean, CT still winning it at 40. But he's been in the game. I mean, I've never been to the game. I'd go probably get dominated the first couple and then learn from my mistakes, come back better. Train, I mean, it's so good. I mean, now the, the old people are coming back on the Challenge All-Stars, and, I mean, the first season was terrible. Second season, people were watching it, were like, 
man, I'm going to win. Second season is a hundred times better. I haven't watched the finale yet. I'm still in the middle of it, but man, it's intense. I think he could have a few years into the show just been like, hey, I'm going to take a couple years ago try to be out. And he, if he would have taken the risk, I think he could have made it. You got to be physically fit for that stuff. He's pretty fit. He runs a I lot. Think I, Endurance-wise. Not always. I think mostly the physical stuff, you need to be in decent shape. I don't know if physically fit. I know they're similar. And I think Lunchbox has been in shape. And I think that would have probably benefited him. I think he could have made it. I just don't think he wanted to take the chance. No, because I, I tried out for Real World numerous times, and I never made it. But uh, they ended up doing some where they didn't even have to be on Real World or Road Rules to be on there, like Fresh Meat, Fresh Meat 2, just people they were in casting. Boom, put them right on the challenge. Man. Why don't, me. Why, why don't you share with us when you're going to Los Angeles to try to get on game shows? Do you know? I don't know that yet. I I, I don't have a date locked down. Locked down, but does that mean you have dates that aren't locked that are floating? Yeah, yeah, sometime in 2022. <laughs> what? Okay. I think he'd oh, be a good lawyer. Year. Okay. No, like, no, no. Don't you don't, I mean, as just much as he argues, gonna, argue, that's the, just he loves you, to argue. But just because you argue doesn't mean no, no, you'll no. be a good lawyer. No, no, no. He needs to build a case, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Like, a, remember he went to court to um, challenge his ticket? There's a lot of contracts. Dominated. There's a lot of, <laughs> just because you argue, you got to be really. He st- loves to argue. Okay. I mean, I don't necessarily like to argue. I just have to argue when people make stupid points. <laughs> Sounds like a lawyer. I don't. But think. a lawyer also needs that education, right? Uh, and must go to school. And he quit three hours short of getting his. There is that. Like, there's just things that I think fundamentally lawyers have that I don't think match with the great skill set Lunchbox has, which is different. Okay. I don't know. Does I think I'd go want to go back room. to school? <laughs> you can't handle the truth. See, I mean, boom. <laughs> Uh, back to school, like nah. for anything. I um, mean, I guess there's so many resources and ways to learn at our. But I had this thought the other day that I don't know. I feel like I've been working on some stuff that makes learning easier for me. And I always had such a difficult time in school because of my ADD. And then now I'm like, oh, what if I went back and actually took some of those classes that now are very interesting to me? And I don't know, continued my education. And again, you could probably do that online, but yes, yeah. I just uh, didn't know. I have an interest in, and I let the folks at the University of Arkansas know, hey, like, I will Ooh, come back doctorate. and teach. Not a whole, I can't be there a whole semester, but I'll come in a couple times a semester and work with the radio television broadcast people. Professor Bones? I don't know if I can. What do that. they call that? I don't, I don't know. Mm. Like, an adjunct is Ad- not exactly that. Mm. Matthew McConaughey did that, like, a Texas. Oh, yeah, Kendra no. Scott did it in Austin, I <laughs> yeah, think, at really. UT. Well, I offered it, and it was like, oh, that sounds great. Then I never heard anything back. Mm. And so here we are. Uh, well, twiddling my thumbs. Yeah. Uh, but I think that would be fun to go back and actually try to find people who are so passionate and motivated to do it. Uh, but I got kicked out of speaking at Texas State University back in the day because I went and I said, you don't need to study this in college. Like, you're here to learn something other than this because you can get in the practical world and learn what you need to learn. And they sent me a letter that said, you're not welcome back. <laughs> and They're I, like, we don't need kids, away, like, unrolling from school. I, I wasn't driving business away. I was saying, why waste your time once you're here? Like, learn something else because you can actually not pay your money to learn and actually learn it in the real world. And they were not receptive of 
what I felt was the truth. And they sent me a letter telling me I was not welcome back to speak at their school. And that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. We talked about it on the air, huh? Way back in the day? I think yeah, I read yeah, the letter back. on the yeah. air. Yeah. And I wasn't telling people to quit school. I was like, you're lucky to be here. Well, and a lot of our interns at the time, back when we could have interns, they came from that school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think they were even saying, you know, that like... Oh, Ray no, went there. Good. Was he part in that class? Ray was an intern, but I don't know if he was in that class I was speaking to. Ray? Uh, I went to a class that you spoke at. I don't know if that was the one you necessarily... I remember mine. You were like, at the end of this presentation... I'm going to tell you how much I make every year. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is the best presentation of my college career. Did he tell you? Yeah, he told We had to wait till the very end, though, so he kept us around for he the did? whole hour, and then he dropped That was it. your tease? Surely you had something else you said. <laughs> you teased him with that? I, I have no idea. I don't remember that. He's right, like, and that is what say? we call a tease. Um, and you said 100? Yeah. Would you really say that? Uh, but I think— I don't picture you saying that. I actually hope I did say that and then talked about how <laughs> I made nothing forever because I think if you talk through it, it I mean, why not? I, I, I mean, I get, I don't know. I'm just like, okay, well, let's play that game right now. <laughs> but I'm not If talking. you wait till the end of the podcast. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, if you, if you wait, till the end of, wait till the end of my career. <laughs> and then you'll tell us. And okay. I will tell you. But I probably did then because that's what they were wanting to do. Why not give them the absolute most information and tell them, that the first 10 years of my career, I didn't make enough money from doing a full-time job to actually pay my bills. Yeah. And then walk them through some of the struggles and the risks and the accomplishments. And I don't know if that's what I said or if Ray even um, is quite, he might be. Might have been more of the time, might have been less. I don't know. But I hope I did because I think that's real talk. I mean, I, I get that too. Like my, well, when I left sales to come and do the show with you, I took a pay cut. And I mean, like, I had to have a roommate. I mean, I was in, a, like, a, it was, I was starting what I didn't know would be this long of a career, but, like, I couldn't have lived on my own. It's a, it's a like, tough job yeah. to make any money. Yeah. Because everybody wants to do it, and a job that everybody wants to do, they feel like they don't have to pay anybody for it until you can prove your worth. And it took me 15 years doing it to go, all right, we got it now. Like, let's make some money. Uh, but it was, it was a struggle a long time, but... I I guess I did. That's a pretty fun tease, though. Mm-hmm. Get people from leaving the class. That's funny. That's Especially what, Ray. That's what Ray remembers. Of course. Ray's always about money. Whenever I went to speak at Middle Tennessee State, which is about 35 to 40 minutes from where we are now, I drove over one day, and there's a class full of, like, 40 kids, and the classroom, each level of the – it's, like, one big desk all the way across, but it went up layers, like steps. And so it was one of those, like you see college classrooms on TV. Yeah. Mine were never like that, but it was like, and I remember going in and all these kids and I'm talking to them. And at the end I say, hey, if anybody wants like my information, I give you my email address. If you ever want to intern or do something that will actually propel your career more than just going to a class, um, let me know. And I wrote my name on the board and I got an email. And I remember this at the time, the student had hit, hit me up and she was like, hey, I'm interested in interning. And I was like, all right, well, let's intern. And then she interned for a bit um, and slowly moved her way up. And it was Morgan number one. I t- spoke to a class that she was at. And now, you know, she worked as everything from an intern to an assistant producer. For a while, she worked as my assistant when I was just trying to make sure I could pay her something to keep her f- afloat while she pursued her career. Then she was executive producer. Now she works for me, you know, on my management team for like books and TV and music and stuff. And so. Like it's it, Ray and Morgan, both in my classes that I spoke to. Mike D interned. 
Yeah, but not as a class. He interned. Yeah, Mike was an intern. Oh, true. But yeah. he, I didn't go speak to his class. I don't think. No. Either. Mike hit me up on MySpace. <laughs> and I was like, hey, can I? What do you think I should do a podcast for? He was mm-hmm. talking about podcasts, right? Yeah, that was back in 20. Podcasting before podcasting wow. was a thing. And then I was like, why don't you just come up and like take a tour? And Ray was up there. Did Ray tour you? No, I was before Ray. Oh, you were? Yeah. But Ray came on as an intern? Yeah, he did. And was he absolutely bonkers? Yes, and it was great. Um, yeah, Eddie wasn't an intern. Eddie, no, was, was, just, Eddie was my friend. Was just your friend. We were, we were co-workers at first. Mm, at, the TV, at the local TV at station. the local TV station, and then we got laid off from there, and then we just stayed friends. Amy and Lunchbox were both people that had never worked in radio who I just met. Amy at Culver's and Lunchbox at a, at a bar. And then... I don't think we had any more interns. Um, Abby was an intern, or did she not come on as an intern? Mm-mm. She worked for the radio station. No, by the time we got Abby, we couldn't have interns. Oh, that's right. We've ne- we've been blocked from having interns, so now we've had to hire real people, and that's why the quality of the show's been. Down. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Abby. Um, all right, we're done. I hope you guys have a great weekend. Thank you for uh, listening to this, and we're adjusting the podcast on a needed basis. And I understand for some of you, it is a little bit of a pain in the butt. For some of you, it is uh, wonderful. We're trying to find that happy balance, and I hope we can achieve happiness for all, both in the world and in the podcast. Um, have a great weekend, and we will. Anything you want to say? Hey, your pot, your four things. Yeah, I have um, a fifth thing and a fourth thing up this week, and the four things is about burnout. And oh, we talked about it on the show too, on this show, burnout. We did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was the rut. Uh, the rut. And then we started from rut, started talking about... Oh, yeah, we did. Well, I have uh, Dr. Aditi. She's a per, uh, she's a professor at Harvard. And then another, her partner that she works with out of LA that's a New York Times bestseller. And they have a whole thing on burnout and what you can do to help that because we're probably likely all experiencing it right now. So that's what my four things are this week. Well, there you have it. Amy gets a Harvard professor and I go over to Eddie. That's how we bring on the people <laughs> to talk about... <laughs> You see, look at you. That's good. Yeah, and then also, I love what they they shared something about, like especially as women, like the permission to say no, because I feel like sometimes women can try to be people pleasers and be pulled a lot of different directions and feel like they have to give their time, and time is your most valuable currency, so don't just give it away. That that is a different philosophy than than I was taught by. Uh, the great group of thinkers, the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away, give it away, give it away now. Give it away, give it away now. Yeah. I'm about to add, next week I'm adding something called the walk thing. The what? The walk thing. So we have the fifth thing, four things, and then I'm adding, maybe weekly, we'll see how it goes, a walk thing where I get with listeners and we do like a Q&A. No, but like the first one's going to be they submitted me things. If they have questions they want to ask, like it'll be like a, a one-on-one with what's me and walk? a listener. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But what's the walk? So it's something for people to listen to when they want to go on a walk. Huh. What about the other stuff? Can they not walk and listen they to They can. It? They can. This is just like an extra bonus thing, but I'm calling it that. So you don't even have to listen to it while you walk. You can listen to it while you're just like do doing things around the house or sitting on the couch. I don't care, but it's just like chores thing, something for movement. And some people have been like, Oh yes, this is going to make me actually get up and go for a walk with my dog or whatever that might look like. And then maybe as they're listening, their walk is longer then it'll roll into another episode of something that I have up. And I don't know. It's just something fun I'm doing with listeners. It's like, we're all taking a walk together. Okay. Brandon's going to be my first I don't, interview person. Do I know Brandon? No, yeah, he's, he's a, a listener. listener. So I don't. So it's okay. <laughs> 
That was Brandon Ray. I'm like, really? God. I was like, yeah, he's, he's listening. But no, remember years ago we got um, stuff in the mail from the U.S. Olympics, mm-hmm. and we each got like our own pullover, which was really cool. Well, that's him. And he emailed my email podcast when I put it out there that I was thinking about doing this. He's like, I, I would love to be someone that interviews you. And he's received a kidney transplant. He just has a really interesting life. So I'm excited to. I should do on. a version of this called the PS5 thing. And I, and I tell Caitlin, <laughs> I need to be on my PS5 and play. It's going to take a few hours, but I'll talk to listeners and then. I'd have to Play be on my PS5. PS5. Yes. Yes. Genius. To do it. And then you talk and have this whole conversation yeah. and record it. Okay. I'm going yeah. to do the golf thing. <laughs> <laughs> Every day. That's a good one. <laughs> sounds awesome. See? This wow. is going somewhere. Wow. And then people can join in and like play PS5 with you, play golf with yeah. you. It's Every like day. you feel more connected in your things. Wow. Okay. I don't know. Thanks, I'll Amy. keep you posted. It might only last, you know. One more time. <laughs> <One walk. laughs> but I don't know. It's just a fun idea I had. So I'm doing that. And I'll start next week. I don't know what day I'll put it out, though. What do you think? Well, you have Tuesday and Thursday. Yeah. Um, well, it depends. If you want, I mean, mid uh, Wednesday is in between, right? That makes sense. I would either go Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't go Monday or Friday because then it just feels all whopper jawed. Okay. It's uneven. You can go Wednesday to go right in the middle. But then in the middle seems like I would probably put it as a weekend thing. Okay. More than I would a Wednesday. I would go weekend first. Listening isn't, uh, there's not as much, but have, it's because yeah. there aren't new, many new episodes going up on the weekends. I put out Outway on Saturdays. You do? But that's, yeah, okay. But that's okay. Outway you, is like a 20 minute. You can do it like, Sunday. Everybody loves the church walk. Call it the church walk thing. Oh, that's nice. That's church I'm walk a, thing. Ooh, no, no, no. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> church walk. It no, it's church. after church. It doesn't have to do with church, and you're not talking about walking. So what's the difference? Oh. <laughs> I mean, there's no thing. It's true. I mean, this, call it whatever you want. Okay. Uh, I would say, okay, then I would say probably Sunday. Yeah, but it's okay. Even if Outway does come out on Saturday, I could still do the you walking do on Saturday. Yeah. yeah, so it's fine. All right. Okay, thank you for talking through that I'd with probably me. do Sunday, though, if you have another really? look at it on Saturday. Okay. Because if you only have time for one bite, Amy, you want to just give them one thing. I know, it's kind of getting to be a lot, but. All right, that's all. Have a great weekend, everybody. And we will see you back here Monday. Dolly Parton's on Monday. And uh, au revoir. That's French for goodbye. Is it? Au revoir. Anytime you guys want to turn it off, we are. Okay, adios. Bye. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you. And how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones 
who get it done. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.